Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest in the series of the Load of Bull podcast. Hooray, with Luke Crawford and me, Karen Bailey. Karen Bailey. Uh, and on this week's Karen, uh, a couple of brilliant guests, uh, starting with one of the best drag queens uh, from the Midlands. Uh, we were lucky enough to chat to her before she did that dramatic mic drop walk off the stage <gasps> moment. Wow. Did you see this? I saw it. She literally, I think, afterwards was like, oh, I'm so tired, Babs. I've had it off. <laughs> the legend up. that is Ginny Lemon. Fancy a slice. Literally, my leg. You know when I get excited, my legs You've start going. Yeah, I and can it, see you. You've got your, your blood pupils are dilated. Right, I have been a huge fan of RuPaul's Drag Race so since I. it started in America. Oh yeah, and, and I am like literally can't believe that we've got. I've just been having a chat with her on, off, off air, and I am so excited. I know. I'm um, really, really. And I've, and I've watched the first episode twice of the second series. So. I full on fancy a slice. Uh, Ginny Lemon's here, everybody. I am Bob's fancy Hello. a slice. Oh. How are you doing? All Me. right. How are you? We're very oh, excited. Oh, I'm fabulous. Like, actually, I've just had a, a, a massive coughing, coughing fit. I was coughing the oop up I was. You know when you have a cup of tea and it goes down the wrong hole? It's terrible. Tell I've got this time. tea down before I do the interview, you know, but it's terrible. Oh, do you know what? Forget pandemics and all that. You must be having the year of your life at the minute. You've been on drag race, on the drag scene for for quite a while. Uh, I've seen you in the village. You've made people eat dog food before. I think is a, is a... <laughs> <laughs> this must hey, be. Listen, I know I didn't force anyone to do anything. I always said, do you want to do it? If you want to eat dog food for hundred pounds, it's your choice, not mine. I can't oh, believe I'll people eat dog food. Hundred quid. Yeah, I'll for hundred quid. To be fair. Cheap oh meal. yeah, hundred pounds cash per rise. <laughs> I am. Um, next time you're on at the village, I am there with my spoon. Oh, Bab. The oh, next I can't time, wait. Can't I can't wait. wait to be allowed to go on a night out. And the next oh. time we do it, Ginny, you've got to get. So, We're going to come and gagging, see you. I'm gagging for a night out. I think we could all do with a night out. Oh, Definitely. talk us about what. How's your year been then? It must have been an absolute roller coaster to this point. Well, <clears throat> to this point, guys, it's been absolutely bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. So. Imagine, you know, oh, it was all secrecy and everything was kept secret and we get these calls and it's all mysterious. And then, so, yeah, well, we had to go off and film the show and then we had this bonkers year. And then now it's all out. So it's really been a whole year for me, a whole year's journey of of getting sort of the call from it being aired. So it's amazing. Now I can finally let the secret out and then everyone can enjoy the work that... We did last year oh, and you before had to, the world went into absolute mania. And you had to pause filming. It didn't filming start before lockdown as well. And then you had to go and take a big six-month break and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I always say this. That the last time I remember my life being normal, I was stood. Oh, we've lost Ginny. Oh, no. Oh dear. Hang on, we'll get her back. Am oh, I here? Am I back? Oh, you're back. Oh, so, you sorry, Ginny, carry on. We lost you for two oh, seconds. Wait, where did I get up to? Uh, you got it's to. The last time you knew it. it was normal, you were stood in front of... Oh, I was stood in front of RuPaul and then, bam, as soon as you know it, I'm running in the supermarket to get in the baked beans, get in the toilet roll. <laughs> so, yeah, we had to pause filming and then real life, you know, resumed. But it wasn't real life anymore. It was this madness that we're all doing. Yeah. And then I was just waiting to go to, to go back and start filming again, really. So it's been a, a mad, mad, bonkers year. Uh, you're well, not going to believe this, but our producer, Georgia, has never... I'm going to call her out on this. I can't... Like, she's dead to me. Has never seen an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race of any season. Producer Georgia, it's shocking. For people who haven't seen anything, what is the show all about, from your words? 
Oh, God. For, no, don't take my word. <laughs> no. You know what I'm like. I've got a reputation already. Let somebody fancy do it. So it's basically uh, a competition to find the next drag superstar. And uh, they put you through the ringer every week and it's like a competition format. And you have to do a challenge and mini challenges. And then at the end of every week, there's a lip sync and then decides whoever, you know, sachets away or Shantae, you stay. So it's um it's very much a, a competition reality format for drag queens. And it's been amazing because it's obviously it's been across the, um, so in, in the States for years. And then we've had yeah. the Canadian drag race, the Holland drag race and the UK drag race and so many other ones. Thailand, it's everywhere now. So basically it's it's the best format to find the cream of the crop drag in the UK. I have to say, Ginny, because I've watched all of the American series and I was so excited. Hello. Hello. Oh, can, can you hear me, me? Karen? Oh, no, we keep losing Ginny. Oh, no. We'll get her back on. Yay. Hiya, Babs. I don't know what happened there. I didn't drop my phone down the toilet. I swear it's aliens. It must oh, be aliens. Or our technology, don't yeah. worry. I am, no, I was just saying, I, um, uh, I've watched all of the series, all the American series, and I was really excited by the UK series because... I think of our unique sense of humour. And I, the first series, I have not been disappointed. I thought it was amazing. And the second one, because I, I said, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I said it's like, it's like Coronation Street does drag. <laughs> it's a very, it's very, I mean, you've been spoilt in the West Midlands, obviously, because we've had Bagger in the first oh, season and now yes, you've got me. Yes. And you're so doing us proud. You're doing us we, Well, proud. hopefully, hopefully we're showing that sort of working class West Midlands sense of humour that we, that we all know and relate to. It's very, uh, the drag scene in the UK is very British. We can't help but represent the, the areas that we live and perform around and that sort of sense of humour. So it's great that um, people are seeing that sort of um, down-to-earth uh, West Midlands humour yeah. in, in such a mass scale. It's amazing. Yeah. If you describe yourself as a glamour nana, don't you, and a pig in a wig and all that, and the hairiest <laughs> drag queen, what can we expect from you in this season? What is, is it the Ginny that we know from the village? Oh, well, I think they should just uh, rename it Ginny Lemon's Drag Race, really, because, <laughs> I mean, they asked for an icon and an icon is what they got. I can guarantee you this is the most exciting drag race season ever because I'm on it. Now, you know me, I'm an absolute troll, a pig in a wig, <laughs> all of those things that I said. And everywhere that I go, I cause havoc and mayhem. I can't help myself. I just can't help it. So to, you need to expect the unexpected with this because I certainly did not um, change the way that uh, Ginny would act at all. So the poor BBC and poor Drag Race, I don't know what I've done to them. <laughs> Can I say as well, though, Ginny, I watched the, towards the, sec the, um, the end of the first episode, I was cheering you on because you put a couple of them in their place because they started bitching, didn't they? They got all a bit like, um, you know, oh, so-and-so, this, that, and the other. And you just went, I just think you're... I, I can't remember your exact words, but you basically you, you stopped them there and then and just said that, you know... Yeah, it's no nonsense, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's, you, you don't get any... It's, it's always no nonsense with me, and I will always stick up for people, you know. Of course we all have a little bitch and a bicker. That's what we do. I mean, we're all tense, we're all sweating, we're all pigs in wigs. <laughs> so we're going to have a little natter behind each other's backs. That's just part of it. And I'm sure I do the same. God knows what I said. But I will always stick up for a friend and I was sticking up for yeah. my mate, Estina. And I've known Estina for years and we've worked together. So, you know, there's that sort of, um, you know, she's my mate. I'd stick up for my mate anytime. I'm, I'm fiercely loyal. 
horrendously loyal. People know that about me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, your look is iconic. Uh, last week, I think you were serving high fashion with jelly shoes. I think I, was, I, think I spotted <laughs> jelly shoes. <laughs> Who do you model yourself on, Bab? <laughs> Just a pile of sick back. That's it. That's all I need. No, yes, I had my jelly shoes on, you know. I, I, a bit of a heel. I don't want to go too high. I don't want to get a nosebleed, you know. <laughs> it's all about... I'm not there to look anything else than absolutely acidically disgusting and fabulous. So a jelly shoe is for me. I love a crock. I love a jelly shoe. I love a flat. But also that's... Um, absolute um, anarchy in the drag world. So if I can be uh, in a world where people are meant to be wearing um, high heels and, you know, telling you what you should be wearing, I'm going to wear the absolute opposite because it's not about what you should be doing, it's about what you want to do. Absolutely, yeah. 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 And can I ask, what's, what's RuPaul like? Because, I mean, oh, and when you yeah. met him, that must have been... I mean, because he's a well, legend, isn't he? Jeez, uh, all I'll say, all I'll say is this, you know, because I know the papers go rife with this, but the sexual tension, <laughs> you could smell it. It was like a burnt cheese toasty. Oh. Honestly, oh. we go way back. I think it was 87 when we first met. Um, a little rendezvous in a hotel room with Michelle. It was a bit of an orgy situation, but I can't talk about it, you see, so don't put that bit in. So, um, yes, the sexual tension was absolutely rife. And as I could say, a burnt cheese toasty. Oh, thank God the TV's not scratch and sniff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. could you imagine? Oh, with me on it, it would stink. Oh. They will say my sweat smells like beef pasties, so I don't know whether I'm sweated or whether I've got a snack in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> now, we watched the first episode. We, me and my part, we, my fellow, we were watching it. We couldn't believe that Joe Black went out in the first episode, got the chop in week oh. one. Because oh. Joe Black's quite an iconic queen, like, quite famous in comparison to some of them on there. Oh. Were you I as mean, surprised as everyone else? I mean, because there's a few of us famous girls on this season. I mean, there's a few other little runs yeah. of the litters, but then there's a few icons like myself and Joe. And, um, well, I was absolutely... I mean, for the first week, you always expect the unexpected. You think you know yeah. what's going to happen, but but you don't. And I was gutted because um, Astina, Joe and Bimini are my mates. I've worked with them for years. So to have two of my best mates... Lip syncing on the first day. Oh, I was I was devo, yeah. absolutely devo. You know, I was absolutely devastated. Uh, sorry, I've just been watching too much uh, Massa. You know that <laughs> Australian one. Oh, guys, too much. So <laughs> it was it was shocking. But it's the twists and turns. That's that's the power of reality TV. Well, absolutely. And I have to say, I mean, I, I look. I mean, Bimini's outfit, the, the knowledge. Oh. And then oh. when she did that shoulder thing where she sort of went over and I thought, yeah. we're going to see something that sh should have been <clears throat> taped down. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was that, that was, for me, my favourite outfit because I love that sort of, like, um, again, that anarchy of, like, a football hooligan drag queen. It's so... Um, that juxtaposition is just yeah. so... Brilliant, it's yeah. so amazing. So I love looks like that and I adore... I mean, I worship the ground Bimini walks on. I adore her, so... And when she was splitting and doing all that, oh, my goodness. Oh, those legs, those legs. <laughs> or cleggums, as I call That's my word for legs, cleggums. So in this week's episode, uh, there's a rusical. Everyone loves a rusical, don't they? And it's wrapped the rusical, isn't it? Uh, you can't Ooh. tell us loads, but what, what can we expect from the rusical? Rats. Loads of just rats. <laughs> just rats what everywhere, is which is... Um, you know, which is quite funny because in the Birmingham drag scene, we all call each other rats. <laughs> so when I found out that it was going to be rats, I could all immediately thought of why is she black? Because she is an absolute rat. And she calls me a rat. So, you know, I just couldn't think of how but laugh at me ratty sisters. And I thought, as soon as I get back, when this episode airs, 
I'm just going to be called a big rat, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> don't they use Don't they use a clip of you singing as part of the? Um, Oh, yes, did you hear me glorious vocals? Oh, <laughs> I'm looking at the faces <laughs> of the... It was brilliant. Oh, well, <clears throat> all, I'm a character actress, darling. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to play the character. I was delivering you a fabulous, amazing, and I can guarantee you a very memorable character that you'll be tuning into this week. Oh, oh that's, so that's, that's a tease. I like that. Uh, we all, oh, we know you've got a, a teaser. We know you've got a singing voice, because didn't you get to boot camp of X Factor a few years back? I... <laughs> It, oh, it's all out there now. My sword is past. <laughs> oh God, it's all coming out the stories. These rags—they'll be running the stories. I know they will. Um, yes, I was. I was on X Factor. I auditioned with. Um, well, I originally auditioned with my own um, vocal loop version of Just a Little, which they all edited out because yeah. you know it's reality TV. All in the edit. Um, but I am known um, in Birmingham and, and, well, across the UK now, I suppose, uh, for doing my um, vocal looping music and writing my own songs and stuff like that. So I have that different side of me, which I do. But then I also love to butcher any pop song <laughs> that comes comes my way. If I can screech and squawk my way through it, I'll do that because, you know, I'm more focused on doing my own music. When it comes to covers, I'll just... Everybody else knows the words. They're just singing in a, in a club or a pub. Yeah. And can we ask um, Ginny where your your catchphrase came from? Fancy is it fanciest life? <laughs> it is fanciest life. Can't believe you asked me like and so inquisitive. It must must be tattooed on your eyelids by now. <laughs> <clears throat> it's got to be gin I, and tonic you know, related, doesn't it? Surely. Oh, absolutely. It's because the name Ginny was given to me because I, I had a bit of a reputation for being a bit of a lush, and I'd always have a gin, so they called me Ginny. Um, and then I always, you know, fancied a slice, so I'd go fancy a slice. And it it just, it caught on from there. And for me, a slice is about serving it, giving it you that little taste. And for me, it's that little taste of madness, that little slice of madness. So you never, I never give away the whole lemon tart. It's always just a slice. <laughs> Last year, it was much better. This year, it's fancier slice, isn't it? That's where, that's that's the road oh, we're yeah. going down. Well, people say I'm like bag of chips, but I think I'm much better. Much better. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we could be chatting, couldn't we, to the winner of season two? Um, do you, I'm, I'm guessing. Do you know who's won? Like, I know you can't tell us, but do you know? Or do, I heard a rumor on the American one where the three winners are all filmed winning, so that no one knows until the last second or something. Is that true? Can you give us some inside guts? Well, I don't care, really. I mean, I just assumed I've won. Yeah. So um, I'm just waiting for that call. I, I feel like I've won every single episode and every single thing. So um, I thought I had won, hadn't I? I thought that's why they were calling me. <laughs> I'm not doing this press for free, am I? Uh, am I? Uh, uh. I don't know. Is the crown yellow? I do dress to match my teeth. <laughs> Oh, no, I what? ain't saying nothing. You were no, trying to get me on that one. I was no, trying to get a bit nothing. of gossip. I've fine. won. It's, it's me. Ginny Lemon the is winner. the winner. I've won them all. I've won all the series. Well, I'll tell you what, once we find out, you're back. as soon as you've won this crown, you're back on the show, hopefully in person after all this lockdown nonsense. And then oh, we'll, we'll pop to the village good? after. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good. Oh, and then we can have yeah, cup, cup, just a few little sweet cherries. Just oh, for yes. Nana. Oh, Nothing yes. too much. <laughs> so, can I ask as well, though? Do you have to make your own costumes? Because you see on the American um, drag race, you see everybody rushing around and making all their costumes and talking about how they, they sew and everything. Is that something you have to do? Well, I mean, if you've seen previous shows, and of course they're all running around doing the costumes, I couldn't possibly say. But all I can say is that my sewing skills are pretty much down to 
sellotaping tobacco pouches onto myself and calling in a dress. <laughs> so if there is or to would be a, a sewing challenge, then it would be a lot of sellotape and a lot of um, desperation in my eyes. Because honestly, when it comes to that, no, I get pan... I don't know. I don't drive or nothing. So anything pedal related... I'm like, I'm terrified. I put my foot down, so I'm like, and it's gone. <laughs> That's it. I feel like it's like a scene of Wentworth. My fingers are gone. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, we were working out our drag names earlier, um, Ginny. Uh, oh, yeah. What did you, what so, did you get? Um, I've got Miss Kiki Bang Bang. Uh, is, oh, is that your grandma's name and your first pet, was it? Something like that, yeah. Nana Car- Bang Bang. Yeah. <laughs> what did Nana you come Bang out as, Bang. Karen? Sorry? What did you come out as? I wasn't happy with mine. No, we I changed characters. Like I, I came out as Dame Ivana Surprise. Ivana Surprise, wasn't it? Yeah. Dame Ivana. Those, those sound like, how did you get this? Who's coming up with this? It was just some, one of these nonsense name generators. We're not happy with them, so we're going to make our own up, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I've heard a good one is, is your first, I think it's the first street you live on. Oh, yeah. And, and your, your first pet name. Oh, so I'd be Glyn Farm Chipper. <laughs> See, that sounds a bit That's kinky, better, isn't it? it? Mine's rubbish. Dobank Elsa. That don't work, does it? What? Uh, Say that again. Dobank Elsa would be mine. Dobank Elsa. That's yeah. beautiful. Do you like them? Oh, maybe I'll I think they're much better. I think oh, another one better. as well is your grandmother's name and the last thing you ate. Oh. Oh. Oh, don't know. Margaret Pear. I don't think I can say the last thing I ate. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be something dick anyway. <laughs> Brilliant. I love that. Uh, do you know what? Thank you so much, Ginny, for being on the show. It is uh, so exciting. Oh, yeah, it was a good time. It's so, been, it's so great to talk to you. Shame we couldn't do it in the studio. Next time we are, we are doing it in person, absolutely. Um, oh, I'll be there and you can smile me BO for oh, yourself. That'd be lovely. Yeah. We are absolutely rooting for you in the rest of the series and we oh, hope Ginny you are the winner. For the winner. Yeah. Yeah, we hope you're the queen that wins the crown. Um, is there a favourite artist from Birmingham? Ginny, can we play a song for you? Oh, do you know what? There are two top artists, so I don't mind. Oh, go on. I don't mind who you pick from. If it has to be Birmingham, then it's got to be the amazing Tom Aspel or something absolutely classic from Black Sabbath, because we all like to jam out to Black Sabbath, don't we? tell you we? what, I'm going to play both of them just because why not? Oh, uh, yes. God, yeah. Ginny, thank you so much. Thanks we are lot, absolutely Ginny. rooting for you and we'll speak to All you soon. Best. Bye, Ginny. Oh, cheers, bye. Thanks, Thanks bye. 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 Oh, Ginny Lemon was loads of fun, wasn't she, Bab? Oh, she's amazing. Uh, and if you want to find her on socials, uh, on Twitter, she's GinnyLemon69. She's getting loads of attention at the minute, isn't she, after walking off that well, stage, bless her. she's voiced her opinion on old rule Paul, hasn't she? And rightly so, I feel. And also, I saw on Twitter, I follow her on Twitter, uh, she revealed this week um, in, that she's a th- in a thruple. <gasps> what is a thruple, Luke? So a thruple, Karen, is when you have um, three people in the relationship. I can't even get I one. Know, I know. Uh, someone else who knows a lot about thruples. Oh, yes. B.B. Lynch, when we had her on the show, do you remember? Oh, my day, she was amazing. And I found out that I am a whip. What? what I can't remember what a whip was. What's a whip? Is it like a cougar, isn't it? It's like a cougar, but, a but it, was, a better one. it was like a sort of witty, intelligent, um, incredible personage of a certain <laughs> age. I'm making that up. Do you know what? Uh, she... just, anyway, listen, if you listen to the podcast, you will find yeah, out. Yeah, if you're, you're about to. And compersion was the other thing I'd never heard of. No, I can't remember. I can't remember. But anyway, listen to the podcast. That's the whole point of us doing it. BB Lynch teaches us lots of She was amazing. Great guest. Hello, everybody. How are we? 
Yeah, enjoying the snow. Do you know what? The snow has been a bit of a highlight, isn't it? Oh, I absolutely love it. It's my perfect... Today I got up, perfect weather for me, snow on the ground, blue sky. Oh, Happy as Larry. Crisp and beautiful. And I like it when the snow's not been touched. Yeah, and I'll tell you this much. It's much it easier it's picking the dog poo up when it's snowing. It is, isn't it? Just and grab a whole lump it. of snow. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. Yeah, a bit of snow has cheered everyone up, I think, hasn't it, through this miserableness yeah. that is lockdown. So your week's, week's been all right, Kaza? It's been good. been good, good, good. good. Uh, I was out yesterday making snowmen. I saw your photo on Facebook. I'm very jealous because my other half um, was being a bit of a misery. And I was like, oh, you know, I was singing the song, do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> right. oh, like, now, that would be annoying. <laughs> like I was in a Disney film all around the house. Yeah. Um, and the answer was, no, you go and do it. I'll watch from inside and give you some advice. Like, well, you could have still gone okay. and done it. He did make a very good point, though, that if we use the snow from the back garden, that could be dangerous. Why? Because we haven't picked any dog poo up for a week. <laughs> well, at so least it... you, wouldn't, you wouldn't struggle to find eyes and a nose, would you? <laughs> so, so it might be a bit of a pooey snowman. <laughs> well, I made one. I made, we had Mr. Snowman, and then Mr. Snowman was rather lonely and it snowed more. So we made Mrs. Snowman. Actually, it wasn't Mrs. Snowman, it was Ho Snowman. Did you do this uh, with was, the other boaters? It was a ho-ho. She was a bit of a tart. She got a bra she? on. Oh, I saw it was a purple bra, wasn't it? Purple bra. Um, and Whose bra was it? Was it yours? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting because uh, I got some friends helping me. Socially distancing, before anybody moans, we were outside. And my one friend made one boob and the other friend made the other boob. And it was really funny because the guy that made the one boob was really like over ambitious. Made a huge boob, <laughs> a big boob, and then uh, the other person who made the other boob was a female, and she made a very small boob. Oh, so is, is the snow woman still got one boob bigger than the other? No, I equaled it out. So just on, it that. Out yeah, it's interesting that we've started talking about boobs um, because today's show has got a bit of a sexual theme, hasn't Ooh. it? <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to make that noise? I don't that know. sounded really wrong then, didn't it? I don't know, maybe. Um, after five o'clock today, we're chatting to um, a lady called BB Lynch. Yeah, and, and she is um, a bit, she's known as a bit of a controversial journalist. She pops up on things like Good Morning Britain and This Morning when there's yeah. an argument to be had. Um, she also does a sex podcast called Good Sex, Bad Sex. Mm. And we're going to chat to her during lockdown. No sex. <laughs> No sex. <laughs> Good sex, bad sex. No, no sex. sex. Yeah, we should add a third. <laughs> third dimension. Third dimension to this, shouldn't we? Uh, it's interesting that we're talking about boobs already. So I think it is going to be, um, apologies for any um, sauciness or smut. Yes. Um, but I think there is going to be a bit of a, you know. Yeah. yeah so I suppose, yeah. So if you're, if, if you're a delicate nature. Yeah, don't turn off. It will educate you. Or it's just going to make you horny. <laughs> <laughs> it might do. You never know, does you it? You never know. Um, but yeah, we're going to chat to her after five o'clock. If you've got a question um, for the host of the podcast, Good Sex, Bad Sex. No uh, sex. Get, your, no sex. <laughs> get in touch. Load of ball You've got to cover air. all angles. <laughs> Quite literally. Quite literally. <laughs> I think this is going to be a really fun show. <laughs> it is, isn't it, actually? Uh, on the same note, we're also going to play a game called a bit later on. We're going to do the stupid top ten, which has also got a bit of a... Sexual twist to it, Kaza. Oh, so that's okay. something to look forward to. Nice. Uh, we'll do a Brummie of the Week as well. Nice. Um, and what else have we got going on? Oh, I've got another game. Um, it's called Give Yourself a Point. Oh, you're gonna love it. We've got so many games today. Yeah. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like a games night. Oh, that's good though, actually, isn't it? Yeah. We should do things, and people can join in. Yeah, exactly. Send us their results. Exactly. Load of bull on air. Um, if you are not following us on Twitter, maybe we it. could ask people to tweet their favourite name for. 
the lady parts and the man parts. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tweet away, tweet guys. Tweet us your your the best. Not the name. rude ones. Don't be, you know, yeah. ones that your mum would use. Don't do the swears. We don't need swears. We know the swears. Just the funny words for the naughty bits. I remember when I was teaching and we had the head teacher and like um she was like she was probably she was quite sort of dynamic. And um she decided that when ki- you know kids would use dictionaries and ki- ki- kids would always look at the rude oh, words. Tell me about it. And she'd sit there and she'd go, right. Let's go through the words that you're going to look up. Who can find this word? And she would just go through all the rude words. Yeah. And by the end of it, the kids were like, can we do something else now? <laughs> <laughs> I have this a lot, like the kids, even in French and Spanish when I was a kid, you'd look up the rude words, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I found it in Oh, have you? It's the only time you ever find it. <laughs> Smarty pants. In a book. <laughs> and it took a lot of fingering pages. <laughs> Welcome along to the show. It's uh, ten past five. I'm Luke Crawford. This is Karen Bailey. Hello. Uh, and this is a load of ball, quite literally. It a load, is a load of, ball. of ball. We are talking um, a lot of. Yeah, it, it's been a bit smutty this afternoon, hasn't it? And a I think bit, just a bit. We've been prepping for our, our next guest, who's patiently waiting on the line. Um, with <laughs> uh, BB Lynch has joined us, and we, she's got a brilliant podcast. We we'll talk to her now, uh, but it's basically a bit sexy, isn't it? And so we've yeah. we've ended up talking a bit sexually. I'll tell you what, I've been listening to that walking the dog. It is very weird bending down to pick up dog poo with some <laughs> of the things that came out of that. I was like, what? She's she's here, BB. Hello, welcome to the show. Don't blame me for your filth. <laughs> <laughs> you two are living in the gutter. Don't try and drag me down. Yeah, we shouldn't really. Oh, we will. Don't we worry. Um, Thank you for having me. It's oh, an absolute pleasure. Like, I've seen you on um, some bits on, like, this. You, you're on This Morning, Good Morning Britain, those sort of things quite often, aren't you? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I've seen you on bits like that. I had no idea about the podcast until I did a bit more research. <laughs> but it is brilliant. What It's called Good Sex, Bad Sex, isn't it? It's called Good Sex, Bad Sex, and it's hosted by me and just the the glorious Miranda Kane, yeah. who is um, annoyingly funny um, and, and funnily annoying. <laughs> no, she's really, no, she's brilliant, and it's um, it just works really well. It's it's a real. Um, we just interview people in and around the sex industry, or or different, you know, just who have, have different kind of kinks, and it's and the whole thing is it's it's a house of no judgment, you know. Yeah. The only people that who are judged are me and Miranda by each other, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and it's and, and Miranda's next sex worker, and I'm what we call I'm I'm just a Catholic, so I'm a professional prude. A professional <laughs> so prude. I get horrified. Waving your rosary beads. All I say every show is sex is just so disgusting, <laughs> but um, but we love it and we meet such great people we've we interviewed a thruple do you know what a thruple is i've heard of this go no. on go on karen's not got a clue i don't think i'm frowning karen prepare yourself oh, well, okay. prepare yourself see this i always thought i was quite broad-minded but i'm i'm so uptight who knew <laughs> a thruple is um is uh it, our thruple were a husband and wife and their girlfriend and they all live right. together and they're all with each other and and there's a C word that I'd never heard before, and I'm going to share it. And it's don't, don't worry, it's Rachel, not the C word. Yeah. It's not that one. Um, and it's um, and it it blew my mind. So I'm 54, right? And I was thought, yeah, I'm pretty broad-minded. And what's been amazing about this podcast is I meet incredible people. Well, when we were allowed to meet people, and we're chatting, and I'm finding about everything that kind of you know what, what turns people on and what they do, and 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 the way that um, the younger generations seem to really have embraced. Um, poly relationships, uh, you know, having more than one partner. Yeah. Um, and the C word is compersion. Oh. Have, you, have either of you heard of it? No. no. 
No, and compersion is this... <laughs> I mean, it makes me laugh so much. The compersion <laughs> is the warm, fulfilled feeling you get inside when someone you love um, loves someone else or is having sex with someone else. What? or so is jealousy. Kind of, well, or gets any kind of fulfilment with someone else. And, you know, and the other definition is not in BB's lifetime. You know, yeah. I just, I'm totally... It, but, but I'm meeting these people and they're... They're happier than I ever going to be. I mean, the throuple, they were all so beautiful. And and I must say, though, the man looked exhausted. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we've had, we've, we've, we've met, um, uh, you know, swingers and Madame Storm, the, the international dominatrix, um, Belle du Jour we've had on, uh, Chicken Boy, who was a slave and his mistress. Wow. Um, chicken boy, wow! Chicken boy, I can't. Oh gosh, we just we've we've interviewed so many people. People who oh no, I'm just trying to think. There's some are too rude for me to actually say the word. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just like I just literally censored there. But um, yeah, I think people really enjoy it because it's me and Miri just exploring stuff, and her with her kind of yeah, of course, and me with my what? Yeah. Do you ever head, get? Do you head ever on, get but, yeah. Do you ever get to the point where you rather than you just like ugh? <laughs> no, to... no, because I'm really intrigued. I guess because I'm a journalist, I'm really like. Well, how and why? And I never go, God, why does that turn you on? Or I'll think, why does it turn you on? Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you know and we, we talk about sex toys and all these like smart sex toys that you can like, open up your neighbour's garage and that's not a euphemism. <laughs> 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 you kind of get it wrong. You know, it's just, it's all, it's really opened yeah. my... Like I was saying to you off air, it reminds Brummies will understand. It it reminds me of a show that used to be on a radio station in Birmingham years ago called Jezza's Confessions. Especially you did there was a podcast recently that was kind of listener questions, wasn't there, where the listeners got involved? How ridiculous! Oh, and I listened to that, and it was so reminiscent of this Jezza's Confessions. And Jezza was then Jeremy Kyle. Well, he became Jeremy Kyle. He became. He he embodied (laughs) Jeremy Kyle uh, shortly after his stint on the radio, Uh, and and it reminded me of that. So I was listening to the to the listeners one. And there was the guy, wasn't there, who who date who went on a date with a psychic? <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> Karen, he went on a date with a psychic. Right. And she sent him a text on route saying she's got a feeling that this date's gonna be really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> And then wouldn't talk to him the whole date. But the best line, and Miranda and I were cracking up, the best line was he, he just went, um, well, I stayed because I, you know, I had a long drive home and I was hungry. <laughs> so stayed and ate it. Oh, I'm going to definitely give that one a listen. I um, took the Jeremy Kyle one. There was, a, there was a guy in there once. So I was driving back from a gig and he was on and he was talking about how he'd been playing with his son's scale electrics, giving himself a small electric shock. Which had given him a permanent uh, <laughs> Ex- as your yeah. father. Yeah. And uh, he'd phoned in, he said, oh, I don't want to go to the hospital because I don't want people to know. So he phoned up the local radio station. <laughs> and people were phoning in with his suggestions. Honestly, I was howling with laughter. One was going, oh, rub it with butter. And one was like, oh, no. yeah. rub it with butter. But the best, this little old lady phoned up and she went, oh, I haven't got a solution, but can you tell me where you bought the scale metrics? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, there must be a comfort in radio that people are willing to just talk and just share their their life story and opinions, isn't there? Like you, you, you do a lot of radio yourself, don't you, BB, on, on BBC and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Do you find that? Yeah, well, I think it's just so intimate, isn't it? I mean, it yeah. is literally, you know, in your ears. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I guess. I've, I, I, yeah, I do BBC Radio Sussex and BBC Radio Sorry. Uh, I did Soho Radio for a few years, well, quite a few awesome. years, actually. And, and again, yeah, that's there's a real... 
I love that. It's my favourite medium. I've done, like, as you say, bits of telly and I yeah, write. Yeah. But it's just, I think if you kind of just get into it and just kind of breathe into it and then it's just you and your listener and it's a really um, lovely thing, she says inarticulately, but it is just really, <laughs> it's really comforting and it's also, and it's so immediate. So Jo Good, Jo Good, who's just a brilliant broadcast, she's BBC Radio London um, and a really, really good friend of mine and she, and I remember saying to her, what is it about radio that you just kind of can't get enough and she just said, oh, the immediacy, if you want to do something in print, even now with yeah. online copy, it yeah. still takes you know, a tiny while for it to, to be live. Yeah. Um, with magazines, it's the three months run up, newspapers a day before, you know, blah, sure. blah. Um, TV, months, you know. But radio, and, uh, and to illustrate her uh, brilliant point, she said that she was um, really slating her ex-husband who lived in Australia, and he rang in. <laughs> <laughs> to her show? Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> That is brilliant. Oh it's so brilliant. You just wouldn't get that, would you? I love no, it. No, you wouldn't. Do you know what? We love it. It's why we turn up every week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel How so long much have more relaxed. How you been doing it? Um, well, together we've been doing it since August. Um, I did yeah. some radio years ago, so I worked with Jeremy Cut. We overlapped slightly, so when he was on local radio, I was working there as well and doing on on air stuff, on um, overnights and stuff. So I've done it for a long time. You're relatively new, Casa, aren't you? But yeah, it's I've just done so bits addictive. And pieces, but I'm um, I'm um, a professional comedian, so that's what I do. Um, yeah. But I just love radio, as you say. It's the immediate. Also, as well, I feel so much more relaxed than I've done little bits of interviews on telly. And I just, yeah, it's, I'm not natural. I, I don't think mm. I come across. But on, on radio, I'm just, I can just be myself. It's just having yeah. a chat. Like, do yeah. you, what do you wear? And I'm not saying I'm a sex line. <laughs> well, what, you're what, wearing? Wearing. what are you wearing? <laughs> People bra, if you don't mind. Well, I was um, saying earlier, I just feel like I changed, <laughs> in a pandemic, I feel like I changed from one tracksuit to the next tracksuit at the minute. I don't feel I like I wear any hanging clothes. <laughs> I put a bra on today. Really? Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you so just, much. Just for you, Bibi, I put a bra on. Thank you on. so much. I'm talking of bras. We've had some good, um, we've had some great lingerie guests and stuff on the show. So I tell you, someone, Karen, I think you should really listen to. There was um, Yasmin Benoit, who's asexual, okay. and her talking about asexuality was so interesting, super interesting. Um, and then, and the one that you must listen to that I know Miranda would really want you to, just because I lose it so badly, <laughs> is Master Peter, the male professional dom. Oh, um, wow. Thank you. So he tries to, uh, he, he kind of does his stuff on me and oh. I couldn't talk. <laughs> I, just, I, was, I was so like, ridiculous afterwards. So um, if you want to hear a, a middle-aged woman be humiliated, not in that way, be humiliated <laughs> professionally. No, not in that way, but you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Do listen to that. Yeah. Oh, um, do you, are you two missing having guests in? Actually yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. so much so. Really yeah. badly. We'd love to have someone in the studio yeah. again. And I think it, it, because... When you play the record, you sort of like chat just generally, and then you think, "Oh yeah, we'll bring that up in the next, you know, yeah. in the next sort of Segment, section." Yeah. And and yeah, it's just eye contact and stuff like that, isn't it? It's just yeah. so much easier. Are you finding that as yeah. well, BB? Yeah. Yeah, really missing it. Really yeah. missing it. And I and my poor producer Ollie, because I I live on my own, and this whole lockdown, I mean, oh, Me it's too. just yeah, I'm. I, I mean, I'm straddling bonkers naturally, but this is just, I've got, I've kind of, I've, I've lost it now. And, and poor Ollie is the one person I regularly see every week. So I'm doing it tonight, I do the show tonight. And I, okay. I you know, I'll, you know, walk, walk, maybe get the bus to the, to the station, uh, to the to the radio station. And then 
I, I talk at Ollie for about an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just like looks at me and then I do the show and then I go yeah. home. It's, um, but yeah, missing people, if, if I guess in it, it would just be a whole different feel. Yeah. yeah. But, but still loving it. I mean, still loving it. And yeah. also, you know, I think radio right now is so important. BBC local radio and what you're doing, it just is so important for people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can we, can I request, um, for lockdown, you could call your show "Good Show Bad uh, Good Sex Bad Sex and No Sex." <laughs> oh, I mean, of course. I mean, that's actually our natural subtitle. Since Miranda and I oh, okay. started doing the podcast, no, no one's coming near us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. No sex, please. We're British. Yeah, no sex. Yeah. Unless a man has a two, a two meter penis, oh. and then you might consider it. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, there's there's a subject. Let me write a pen. Hang, you got a pen? <laughs> Let me write that down. <laughs> Now, I would often refer BB to Karen as a bit of a cougar, um, oh, right. but you've got a different. Oh, yeah, yes. You've got a different term. Didn't? Did, is it yourself that came up with this whips thing? Yeah. yeah. What, go on, tell <laughs> us what whips is. I'm sure I saw this on like Good Morning Britain or something a while ago. I think, yeah. Back this in the morning. Can I just stress? I have had an education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with whips. So I was asked by. Um, by Kate Bussman, Stella Magazine, uh, commissioning editor to, or Dep editor, to, uh, to write a feature about... Um, I, <laughs> we were talking and I just said to her, since I've kind of hit my 50s, I feel that um, the men approach me now are younger. And, um, and, she was, and she was like, we should write about it. I went, yeah, yeah. So, you know, well, let's write about it. And then she said, oh, you know, and sent me like a PS email. I hate the word cougar. And I went, yeah, I do too. It's really kind of predatory and... Um, and no one comes out well in it. You know, it makes the women sound, you know, a bit Kate O'Mara. Um, yeah. Know, and yeah, no, yeah. no offence to Kate O'Mara if she's listening. I know she's a big fan of ours, all of us three. Um, <laughs> but it, and, it, and it makes the, the men feel a little bit kind of victim-y, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like And I was like, hmm. So I quite brilliantly came up with the acronym WHIPS, women who are hot, intelligent and in their prime, or Primark if times are hot. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and so and it, that I kind love of got it. Loads of traction, loads yeah. of um, yeah, that's brilliant. It, I'm going to use kind that. Of went everywhere. <laughs> I, I do it. I do a joke on stage about. Um, I say I talk about when people say MILF. Um, mm. and I said, well, I can't be a MILF. You know the acronym. I said I can't be a MILF because I haven't got any kids. I say, but I have had sex with my nephew's mate. <laughs> so that so <laughs> so that makes me an elf. <laughs> That almost that also makes you uh, someone who should possibly be on a register. My nephew is thirty now, so it, oh, okay, that's it is, fine. It's the house fine. of no judgment. Yeah. But I did actually do. You... Sorry, I did actually do that at a gig once, and my niece, uh, my nephew's girlfriend, oh. was in and shouted, "It's true!" <laughs> oh. <laughs> so your nephew knows. Yes, and they found it hysterical because my nieces then found out, and they found hysterical that they used to call this lad uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so, BB, if you need someone for your next podcast, oh, Karen no. might be a good guest. Karen, this is too. I <laughs> know. Oh, yes. Oh, that is so. And and are you still happy married? Oh no, we didn't get married. We uh, oh. <laughs> we just we had a fling. We had a little fling for That's a few so months. Funny. That's so brilliant. And you don't have to be listening to BBC Surrey, do you, uh, to listen to your dulcet tones, BB, on the radio. You're oh. joining us for a show, aren't you? 
I'm only joy. I'm only taking over. Yeah, you're doing so a takeover, this, aren't you? Is it this? It's this Saturday, isn't it? It's this Saturday, thirtieth at three p.m. Um, I had such a laugh. It was. I was really, um, really pleased to be asked, and it was, it was really fun. So I, I listened to a couple, and they're brilliant. And um, and there was one. It was. I think it was Chris, and he was. His story was like his his career in in like radio form. So he was kind of giving. Yeah. It, and I was like. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so yeah. I just played, I just kind of chose 10 tracks that for whatever reason meant something to me and they were kind of influential or yeah. just, you know, just, but I love doing it. So really, what can, and again, my Catholic guilt, I feel really bad that I missed out some people and I feel like I need to ring Prince, for yeah. instance. <laughs> although, although they, um, your, your team um, happily gave me, let me choose a couple extra so Prince is in there. Oh, but, um, brilliant. Yeah, I loved it. So I we can expect it. some Prince. What else can we expect then? So what other tracks can we, can we expect on Saturday? I'll give you some teasers. Yeah, so will you? We've got, we've got some Elvis, Elvis Presley, not Costello. Awesome. We've got some Stevie Wonder. We've got some... There's a, a, the most amazing jazz singer called Ian Shaw. And Ian was my... I, was a sing, I tried to sing for a while in my, in my life. And, um, <laughs> and Ian was my, my singing teacher. And we became really good friends. And he is just phenomenal. He's BBC's Jazz Vocalist of the Year several times. And he is unbelievably talented. And so one of his tracks... Um, Emma Noble, a brilliant new artist, and she has done a cover of a Marvin Gaye track. Now, you've got to be out of your mind to do a Marvin, haven't you? But she's not out of her mind. Wow. <laughs> and she's really <laughs> she's come up with confident. A, she's it's just and she's given it such a brilliant take. And it's um yeah, it's brilliant. So yeah, there's there's lots of well, people are, I'm a real soul girl. Yeah. So there's quite a bit of soul in there. But there's actually some stuff that's not sold, which is just for whatever reason, I was like, yeah, that that kind of says something about where I was at that time. It was kind of like my musical tattoos. You know, you have like a tattoo at a certain time in life. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. yeah that means that, that means that. Um, I've got, yeah. So I, so I had a real blast doing it. I hope people love listening to it. Oh, we can't wait for it. It's, it's yeah, this Saturday it's from three, uh, the takeover show on Radio with BB Lynch. It's going to be exciting. It's, it's, I'm looking forward to it already. It's going to be brilliant. And <laughs> thank no you so much dogs. for doing it. Say again? There's no professional doms. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> no naughtiness. No flashlights. Oh. I apologise, everyone, if you're tuning in for that. I only learned what a I only learned what a flashlight. What I don't know whether we've allowed. To, is, is this are we going over the line? I don't know. Uh, but I learned what a flashlight was a few weeks ago. We won't tell people if they need yeah, to know. Sure they can Luke. Google it. Can Google it. Yeah. Sure, Luke. Yeah. Whatever. Genuinely, yeah, he's got one Luke. in his pocket. <laughs> I know, Karen. Karen, guess what he's called it? Go on, Karen. Oh no! Oh no! Don't say that. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. I knew, we did. I knew we'd end up here. I knew we'd end up at this, <laughs> yeah. at this juncture. <laughs> I, I do take some, some responsibility for that. Just, I apologise. Um, and don't, please, if you haven't checked out BB's um, podcast, it's Good Sex, well, Bad, I'm gonna bad start, Sex. I'm going to subscribe. Um, uh, yeah, definitely subscribe, everybody. And I'm going to subscribe and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack. Oh, please do. And please come on. You two should come on. Yeah. It'd be so great. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, let's do it. I, I could, I've, like, we're normally quite prudish. I think like yourself, you said you were as well. We're normally quite prudish, but because we knew you were on and we'd listened to loads of sex podcasting over the weekend, <laughs> we've just seemed to have let ourselves go on the show today. Oh, I know. Like, we've been proper smut. <laughs> we've been there's talking no, about... There's no coming back from this. We've no. been talking about ten, ten things that you shouldn't do when you have sex. Yeah, we played a top ten a game. Top the ten. top ten things you shouldn't ten do. Ten things you shouldn't do. Yeah. Mm. Would you Sweet believe with your that... nephew's friend? <laughs> it should be on the list. Uh, would you believe that number one was stop breathing? 
<laughs> that was how, that's, how, that's, how, that's the quality oh, of the list we were looking at. Yeah, that's really I know, bad. I know, it's awful, isn't it? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely come on the podcast. We'd love to yeah, talk about love that. sex yeah. and things. Yeah, brilliant. Um, people, we've that. kept you for ages. Thank you. I could oh. talk to you for hours, actually, know, to be honest. absolutely. And if you're ever in the area and you can... Where, do you look, are you in London? Are you? I'm actually in Hove, so I was, I'm a Londoner. But oh. here's the thing, my mum was born in Birmingham. Oh, fab. And yeah. I've never been... I've never, <gasps> ever, what? ever been to Birmingham. No, no yeah. way. Oh, you so must when, come. Oh when gosh. we're allowed, can I come up and visit? You yes. can. Also, as well, I live on a boat in the middle of Birmingham, so you could come on a little boat trip. Oh. You live in a boat? I live on a boat. She lives on a canal I can't boat. swim, Karen. <laughs> I'll get you a, um, a, what's it, a life Just jacket. some little armbands. <laughs> a little armbands, yeah, a little dinghy. I'll take you along on the lovely. back. No, I'll come up and we'll go for a non-swim and we'll have yes. some lovely food and drink I and I'll, I'll, I'll come on your show if that's okay and it'll be brilliant. Yeah. So where, where's your mum from? Do you know that I knew you were going to ask it and I don't actually know. That's really bad, isn't it? But I know she was born in Birmingham and then moved down to London, I think, pretty young, and then lived in Covent Garden and then, oh, you know... I bet she so never said, all right, Bab, did she? She right, never Bab. did do... <laughs> She never did She's that. not a real brummy then, eh, she? <laughs> yeah, you must... As soon as you're back in Birmingham, get us on Twitter. We'll we'll house you. We'll take you on a day trip. We'll show you the site. To be brilliant. Oh, I would so love that. And Thank we'll do you. another oh, radio brilliant. show as well. It'll be great. OK. Oh. Thank you so much, Bibi. A pleasure. Take care, you two. Yeah, have a great yeah, show care. tonight. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Bibi. Thank Bye. Oh, what a legend is B.B. Lynch. Oh, she's brilliant. You know what? I want to meet her in her pub and have a drink with her. And chat to her for hours and hours oh. and hours. She's going to come and visit us, though, when she's here. You know she's never been to Birmingham. I know. I know. We need to go on her sex podcast. Oh, yes, please. Good sex, bad sex, no sex. <laughs> no sex. Yeah, that's me. Uh, and if you uh, miss B.B. Lynch's uh, takeover show, you can listen again to it on Brum Radio. Just head to the website, Brum Radio slash takeover show. Uh, that's the end of this week's podcast, this month's podcast. Oh, so, mu- so much fun, Luke. So much fun. Uh, Brilliant st- guests. Listen out for some more big name guests on the Loadable podcast uh, coming to you soon. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.